Who dat? And welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Dat Dish podcast. As part of Fan Sided, we are here to bring you the latest Saints news along with our thoughts and opinions on the team. We are a conversation surrounding New Orleans, so be sure to follow us on Twitter at the WDD Podcast to stay up to date with everything we talk about and participate in the polls that we run there. As always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown. What's up, guys? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond, and thanks for tuning in to another great episode of this podcast. It's been a while, but we're back to be bringing you guys some more Saints news and Saints content. So how's everybody been? How have you been, Dayton? I've been fantastic. How are you doing, man? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty it's, good. Uh, today, June 20th, the longest day of the year. Uh, also, NBA Draft. So any of you guys watching the NBA Draft out there, a lot of Pelicans fans out there as well listening to our podcast. Draft is going on right now as we're recording. Very exciting day. It has been scorching hot over here. I know it has been across most of the country. Um, and, you know, I don't really mind heat unless it's really humid. I hate humidity, man. I can't do the humidity. Yeah, neither can I, dude. Um I'm a big guy, and I swear a lot, so it's very unpleasant. <laughs> that's all right, man. Every, every, <laughs> that, that, that's the thing, though. Everybody sweats a lot when it's, like, this hot. It doesn't matter if, if you're big or small. That's the sucky part about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first off, we have just a couple quick um, pieces of news to hit off. First, uh, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You all love him. He eats the W's, Jameis Winston. Uh, he has been suspended for the first three games of the NFL regular season. Uh, this is... Stems from an incident he had with an Uber driver that happened, I believe, a year and a half ago. Um, he's not being suspended because of that incident. That has all solved itself. He's being suspended because he was he did not report um, about the legal mm-hmm. obligations he had to do um, to the NFL in a timely manner, and it violated their personal conduct policy. So because of that, he is facing a three-game suspension. That means week one, the Saints will be going up against Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, not Jameis Winston. <laughs> Yes, so, uh, you know, honestly, I um, UF Gators underscore Will and Charlie were both talking about this on Twitter. I kind of hopped in, too, um, I, and I agree with them. I think I'd rather have Jameis Winston playing back there than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick has a chance to go off at any time. Winston has been shaky, especially against the Saints. So, I don't know, but, you know, you, you mess up, mm-hmm. you get suspended. Saints also, obviously, have Mark Ingram suspended as well, so we'll, we'll have two big names out for that first game, but... Interesting stuff to see Winston suspended three games. It's really, it's his first defense in the NFL. Obviously, he back in college he got busted for stealing uh, crab legs as well. So this isn't his <laughs> his first run in with the law, uh, so to speak. Yeah. But um and um more exciting news pertaining to the Saints uh, training camp dates got announced. Um, the Saints begin mm-hmm. rookie training camp on July 18th, and then exactly a week later on July 25th, uh, veterans will report uh, to training camp. Um, and the Saints, that's the the 725 date for them is pretty normal across the league. The Ravens have the earliest veterans uh, training camp and rookie training camp. July 11th for rookies, July 18th uh, for veterans. Other than that, it's either uh, July 25th, 27th, or 26th. The Bears have the 20, or Bears have the 19th. Lions have the 26th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty, uh, so we're a little less than a month away from um veterans reporting and we're a little old or we're a little under a month away from from rookies reporting so i'm really excited man scenes coming i up. can't i can't wait to be honest you know it's right around the corner can't wait i know nfl season kicking off it's gonna be so fun man not, uh, not to mention now that we've actually like gone back to the playoffs you know it's right. gonna be good it's yeah, gonna yeah, be a good yeah. time the anticipation is killing us because we want to see our team succeed even more now exactly 
because of the high we had last year. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be really exciting. Um, gonna jump Indeed. into, of course, the weekly segment that we do, articles of the week. Of course, it's been a, a couple weeks since we've done a podcast. Uh, not a whole lot of news circulating around though. Um, which which is why we've kind of waited until now. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. But for articles of the week. Uh, we are going to be featuring articles that are on whodatdish.com. First off, huge shout-out, as always, to Roy Anderson, the editor over there. He's absolutely killing it with all the articles he's putting up. I really want you guys to go check out the series he has on whodatdish.com right now, talking about predicting uh, who's pretty much going to make the roster for certain positions for the Saints. His most recent one focuses on the quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be Drew Brees. It's going to be Tom Savage. It's going to be Taysom Hill or JT Barrett. You're going to have to read that article to find out the opinion there. I will be having a slew of articles coming out soon. Player profiles on Chris Banjo, Jay Bromley, and Justin Hardy, as well as talking about the 2018 Saints secondary and how it can be a top three in the league. And, of course, something that we'll talk about later, how the Saints ranked on the NFL's list of the top 100 players of 2018. The entire list is almost concluded, but we'll get to that later on in the show. Uh, but, yeah, that's, art- that's Articles of the Week, whodadish.com. If you're not living there, you should be, especially if you're a Saints fan. I got you, Tyler. There you go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to you, actually, Tyler, because we have a little okay. uh, says some something we've never I done with the show it. before. We're gonna we're gonna be reading off this this very interesting Twitter thread you had, Tyler. Yeah, man, uh, it was definitely interesting to say the least. So what happened, guys? Is you know me, I, I like to uh, actively uh, scroll through Twitter among things, and I I think yeah, because this person he actually works for fan side too, so he um. He uh, wrote an article about uh, a bunch of different NFL teams and what they can do to improve. Now, uh, like I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't really have any options when it comes to the Saints, but this is what he did. He chose the Saints uh, cutting, getting rid of their uh, magnificent offensive lineman, Andrews Pete, for the Seahawks linebacker, K.J. Wright, which I thought was ridiculous. So I started, let's see if I could go to the very top of this. Let's see, right here. So his name is Peter Bukowski, and I tweeted him, and I said, Peter, I read your article on the players each NFL team should sign in 2019. Had some advice for it. No, I, I don't think I should have said advice, but oh well. Uh, never assume the Saints would just cut one of their uh, star-solid rocks of an O-line to sign a, a linebacker, LMAO. That's true, though. Him out. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is good advice for him. That's absolutely no, yeah. 100% true. Yeah, and, and by the way, guys, he, he's not even a Saints reporter. He's he's a Packers uh analysts so keep that in mind he said andrews pete uh shocker right here uh, it's not even true by the way is not a star and not even close worth what they're paying him and i said he's worth what they are paying him after toronto went down they needed someone at lt and he filled him fine he's a great left guard he then persuaded to say he didn't kill he didn't kill them that's not the same as being good and he's not uh and he's also not a great left guard not even close and then he goes on to say a bunch of the uh, BS stats by uh, Bleacher Report, PFF. Now, I do uh, respect Bleacher Report and PFF a ton. I give them a ton of credit. But to just using that as your main your main weapon, you know, to mm-hmm. shoot me down, it, it's completely nonsense. He, he gave no examples of games. He gave no examples of where things went wrong for him. So, and this is why I went on to say that PFF and BR don't know everything in the end. He's a good guard, arguably the best. Most consistent lineman the Saints have on the field this year, obviously besides um, uh, Ryan Ramchak. But and the, I said the the Saints have had a good offensive line. End of discussion. And then he said he's basically calling me out. 
by saying, oh my god, this is such a long thread. Uh, I didn't know everything, but I'm basically saying I know more than these groups, which isn't true, but he goes on to ramble, and I tell him how I respect him, but I, I obviously I tell him I cover the sayings for Who That Dish, as we write more articles, but um, uh, how I have a podcast, and and then he, uh, he, he calls me out by saying how flawed I am, and Basically uh, saying he doesn't have a bias, and that, that I'm just a Saints blogger, which is really stupid. And, and then he, he told me, here's the worst part. This isn't even Saints-related. Remember the thing we mentioned earlier about Jameis Winston eating Ws? He said mm-hmm. that I took the L, which is pretty aggravating. Mm-hmm. But um, well, he said that... Uh, here, here you go. No, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were done. No, keep going. Oh, yeah, that, no. This is a long thread. <laughs> yeah, it's a very long thread. And then uh, and I go on to say, fine, let's hear that. How I mentioned earlier, I want exact proof of why uh, stats don't mean everything. You know, people have said in the past that Drew Brees, have had bad, Drew Brees has had bad years, but nobody gave on besides the, um, the stats to show examples of in-game uh, evidence. And this is why I say here, fine, let's hear that. If he's such a bad guard, why is he starting for the Saints, you know? If he's such a bad offensive lineman, why hasn't he gotten Drew Brees killed? Why why don't we just kick his butt to the curb now? And I said, show some respect if he's named. He's a good O-line, uh, offensive lineman. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Keep going, bro. Oh, I, I, I thought I heard you, Carol, for a sec. Okay. Let's see. I've got five more replies. Um, let's see. And then... Actually, let, let me jump in and say one thing real quick before you finish it up You're since good. it is such a long thread. The fact that he is pulling up some stats from Bleacher Report and PFF I, is fine. But when it comes to offensive linemen, you really cannot measure what they do on exactly. the field by bringing up stuff from Bleacher Report, PFF, even ESP, even the most respect. You cannot measure an offensive lineman by stats like that. Stats like that are you not going act- to get you anywhere. Yes, you need actual film from, from offensive linemen, their actual assignments, and the fact that the Saints had the number. If you want to talk about PFF, PFF ranked the Saints uh, offensive linemen as top three in the league last year. Andres exactly. Pete played so many snaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andres Pete probably played, uh, um, I think he played the second most snaps next to Ryan Ramchek. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Uh, him, and, him and Max Unger are up there. But Andres Pete played, played a lot of snaps was a bright spot for this great offensive line. So if you want to talk about overall stats, you can look at an overall offensive line, I guess. And Andres Pete was a big part of that, and they played fantastic. So, And another thing, too, is that I can't remember. Uh, we'll leave it to you guys, too. Uh, maybe you could prove me wrong if you can. But I don't remember any specific plays where Andres Pete getting bashed, you know, no. where he, him getting beat. Because that would really affect me. I'd be like, what is he doing, you know? Now, I remember plays where he completely dominated people and threw people to the ground. I remember a few plays where maybe Mark Ingram or Alvin Kamara would be running to the sideline, and all you see is Andrews Pete running with them and mm-hmm. taking down people, you know? So, yeah. But the thread's coming to a close. I just say how the main point I guess he's trying to make now is that he isn't worth a $9 million, $9 million cap, it, cap hit. But then I just go on to say that with everything they've done for the linebacker position, not only is that improved to enough, to a point where we shouldn't have to sacrifice somebody. But uh, if we were to ca- uh, cut uh, uh, Andrews Pete, it wouldn't be worth signing somebody for cheaper when Andrews Pete knows the offense is clearly a fine guard by himself. So it, it's just a crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy thread. But I, I thought I defended my boy pretty well. You did. So. You did. And I, and I think the overall, um, I guess, uh, root of what he was talking about of the Saints signing K.J. Wright and, 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 and then getting rid of Andres Pete 
really doesn't make sense, even if Andres Pete was as bad as this guy was saying he was, because KJ Wright is going to be 29 years old. Andres Pete's going to be 25. KJ Wright is a linebacker who is going to be entering a, I mean, if we, if say if we do sign him, he'd be entering a core of guys who will probably already be established with the Saints, know the playbook better than him, and beat him out. Bingo. So, essentially, we'd be paying him $9 million, or 7 to $9 million, however much the guy wants, wants us to pay him, to be our backup linebacker and a core that is already pretty good with depth. And, and next year, I don't think it'll change that much. If not, it, it could just get better from uh, us drafting. And Andres Pete mm-hmm. joins an offensive line, or is still on an we offensive line. And that we, exactly, we need the depth for Andres Pete. Now, his cap hit um, next year, if we, if we do decide to pick up the option, uh, is going to be $9 million, which is, which is I, I guess, pretty hefty. But for an offensive lineman that can play guard, tackle on both sides of the ball, graduated from it's Stanford, still young. It. Yeah, not a lot of injury history. I think that's, that's that's more worth it than a linebacker who who gets hit every Bingo. single play and might not even start. So overall, Peter, if you're listening to this, um, I guess we, we we obviously respect writers and everything, but overall, you you just you just can't use stats like that for an argument for off, for individual offensive linemen. It doesn't work. You yeah. got to look at the tape. You got to look at the film. Uh, we would much rather have Andres Pete for nine million dollars than KJ Wright for nine million dollars, especially the way that the Saints roster is constructed. So. Um, I think exactly. I think you handled it well, Tyler. But uh, obviously, Thanks, any right. any sort of Twitter fight is, is entertaining. And um, but yeah, <laughs> I love Andres Pete too, man. Yeah, yeah, it was very entertaining. I'm curious to see. Not only I'm not sure if you noticed it before I I messaged you about it, but um, I I'm curious to see how many other people saw me get into this heated war with this guy. Yeah. But hey, uh, if you're ever uh, listening, Peter, we'd love to have you on. So yeah, but. yeah. No, yeah, we absolutely respect uh, all writers, and we disagree with you on this one, Peter. Doesn't mean that we we think any less of you, obviously. And uh, Andres Pete, if you're listening too, man, we got your back, brother. We got your back on Twitter. We got you, man. (laughs) Um, Let's jump into some, uh, I guess, major uh, non-related Saints news that still has something to do with the Saints. Uh, It involves two fan favorites. The first, uh, and they're both going to the same place for the most part. Delvin Bro and Adam Big Hill have both signed with CFL teams. Delvin Bro signed with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Adam Big Hill signed with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, both of the Canadian wow. Football League. Uh, for Bro, he is, of course, former Saints cornerback. He suffered two broken fibulas, one in 2016 and the other was in 2017, so he missed a majority of the last couple of seasons, um, which included the entire year last year. And he really wasn't finding any traction in free agency. Um, at least not in the free, uh, at least not in the NFL. Obviously, not in our free agent yeah, market. But obviously, with a couple teams, yeah. In the, in the CFL, though, it seems like he w- he was finding some traction. Um, he signed a deal with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, meaning he will be teaming up with the one and only Johnny Manziel, Money Manziel, be playing for the <laughs> Hamilton Tiger Cats as well uh, of the Canadian Football League. And this is the Bros' actually second stint with the team. Um, and Adam Bicko, I'll get to in a second. Oh, no, he played for the BC Lions, not the Hamilton Tiger Cats. My bad. I was about to say Adam Big Hill also played for the Tiger Cats, but he didn't. He was on the BC Lions. But um, this is his second stint with the team. He was an all-star with them um, in 2014 because he played with the team from 2013 to 2015. Uh, and, of course, in 2015 for the Saints, he was a bright note. Uh, he was a, a bright note and a very dark secondary for the Saints that year. Um, so Devin Rowe became a fan favorite. Obviously, he's from LSU. Uh, he played for the Bayou Vipers. Uh, which was a developmental football team back in 2013 before he signed on to the CFL. Um, and he was going to be probably a, a top three round pick guy if he had stayed healthy in college. He had a nasty neck injury um, that forced him really to yep. retire from the game for a little bit. 
um, found his way back to the Saints. So yeah, yep, and 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 of course former Tiger. So um, his story coming to the Saints was very inspiring, very touching for all of us. So we wish you the best of luck, Delvin. Uh, you could end up finding your way back to the team, who knows, in a, a year or two. We, we, we'd welcome you back with open arms. It sucks that you've had uh, these injuries and, and, and weren't able to find a spot in the NFL, but we wish you the best of luck in the CFL. For Adam Bighill, same thing. Uh, he was an on-again, off-again linebacker for the Saints last year uh, after coming over from the CFL from the uh, BC Lions. Um he spent the last year, which was his first year uh, in the NFL period, on the Saints practice squad for most of it. Uh, and now he will be wearing number four for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, high motor linebacker. I did a player profile on him last year, and he received it very well. And he actually tweeted it out himself, which was super awesome. So, um, Adam, we wish you the best of luck um, as well in the CFL. Um, hopefully you will both kill it over there. You got any words on this, Tyler? I was going to say uh, about the whole Delvin Bro thing. One, everybody was shocked. The yeah. biggest news for the Saints, besides everything that's already happened that we're going to cover today, is that everybody was curious about where Delvin Bro was going to go. He was going to sign with another team. Everybody wanted him to come back with the Saints. Fan favorite, grew up in Louisiana. Everybody wanted him back. And the other thing that sucked really was what happened with him injury-wise. It was bad enough he already had to deal with injuries growing up, getting, you know, not even really getting to play with LSU, play for LSU. But the thing that happened, you know, with the whole uh, doctor injury settlement, blah, 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 with the Saints, luckily that's behind us. But that's what affected him, too, because they misdiagnosed him. And mm. that eventually led to him, you know, going down that swirling toilet of, uh, you know, being cut by the Saints and stuff. And but that mm. also led to the Saints uh, obviously releasing their uh, medical team after that because Sean Payton yeah. was pissed. And 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 I, we talked about this last year when it came up, it, um, and we had a guest on at the time. I cannot remember who it was. I was talking about it, but he did say that it was it is tough for for doctors to identify the difference between those two, the injury that they report on Indeed. and the actual one. But still, no excuse. Yeah, absolutely. That was yeah, absolutely bummer the whole for the Keenan team. Lewis thing too. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Would, total bummer. Yeah, for sure. But on to bigger news. So the Saints have actually uh, flipped things up and uh, made some moves on the offense. They actually took a chance and signed a veteran a veteran running back, a uh, former Ravens running back, actually, Terrence West. So West has played uh, in the NFL for a few seasons, all the way, I think, until like 2012, 2013. Uh, he's known. Hmm? He was drafted in the third round in 2014. Oh, 14. Okay, yeah. my bad. But um, he's, he's known for multiple seasons with the Ravens among other teams, and he's most known for his productive 2016 season, totaling 193 rushes for 770, 774 rushing yards and five touchdowns, also compiling that year, catching 34 receptions for 234 yards and a touchdown. So West now joins a large backfield, most no notably Mark Ingram, who's suspended for four games. This is the main reason why they did it. You know, have a veteran presence, leader, all that good stuff there. Um, Alvin Kamara, who's going to be the main back now with Ingram being out. But among those people, you also have Trey Edmonds, Boston Scott, our draft pick, Daniel Lasco, an old familiar face, and Jonathan Williams. So, anything you want to say about this, Dayton? Or um, I do enjoy that the Saints were trying out some running backs. Obviously, they brought in uh, Jamal Charles as well uh, yep. to try out. Um, I do like Terrence West. He has a similar build to Mark Ingram, who really, West is going to be competing for a roster spot to 
maybe even play out the entire regular season, but more specifically try to cover the ground we're going to lose with Ingram being out for the first four games yep. of the season. Played college ball at Townsend. Uh, it's a little school, but he played so well at a lower-level college that he was able to become a third-round pick by the Cleveland Browns. He also played for the Tennessee Titans for a year. Uh, but, yeah, he really made a name for himself with the Ravens. Uh, his um, I get career numbers – 1,800 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, and he has a 3.9 yards per carry average, which, is, which is pretty good. Uh, that, that That's actually really decent. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm excited to see a veteran guy like this because most of the other guys on our team are uh, really, really young, um, especially, obviously, Boston Scott. Um, and uh, Trey Edmonds still doesn't have a whole lot of experience in the NFL. And, of course, Alvin Kamara being the starter there while Ingram is out, maybe even when Ingram comes back. Um, so no, I, I, I do, I do like the sign. I do like Terrence West. I remember watching him every so often when I would watch Ravens games. Uh, he, he, he's a decent running back. He earned a starting spot there, um, for a little bit with the Ravens. So I have no doubt that he'll be able to earn a roster spot with the team. So it's interesting, but I do like the saints going out. I do, I, I'm assuming you do too, even, even though mm. I do like the running back core, I do enjoy the saints going out looking for other options. Yeah, I love the core, but it doesn't really hurt to have more running backs. So, mm-hmm. may the best man win. That's all I can say. Absolutely. It's a good move on the Saints' part. They didn't have to pay him much. I'm pretty sure he got the veteran minimum. So, yeah, it's absolutely. a win-win in my, in my eyes. Yeah, same. And uh, I'm really excited for the season. But let's get back to players who are starter, not only starters for the Saints, one of the best players in the NFL. Um, the Saints had a total, or I guess they're going to have a total of uh, six guys on the NFL Woo! Top 100 list. They do it every single year for 2018. Uh, it's not uh, completely over. They still have one episode to go. They still have to announce one through ten. Drew Brees hasn't appeared on the list yet, so obviously he's going to appear in the top ten. And I highly doubt they left him off the list because that, that would be <laughs> that would be ludicrous. So he's going to be somewhere there in the top ten. Uh, but the other guys who have already made the list, cornerback Marshawn Lattimore was 82nd. Wide receiver Michael Thomas was 81st. Mark Ingram came in at 43. Cam Jordan came in at 26. He was a spot, um, not ahead, he was a spot below uh, Cam Newton, boo. Alvin Kamara was 20th, the highest ranked rookie on this list. Um, and and mm-hmm. Drew Brees has yet to be announced as well. So, um, first, uh, let, let me just say, the fact that Marshawn Lattimore ranked 82nd when he was Defensive Rookie of the Year Yet Alvin Kamara ranked 20th when he was Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, granted, Kamara overall, when you look at the numbers uh, and compare it to, to Marshawn Lattimore in terms of their um, effectiveness uh, on their positions, yes, Kamara had a better season than, 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 than Marshawn Lattimore. But they both earned those awards. Uh, first time that's happened since, what, 1970-something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah, it might have even been like 1967. I think it was Detroit Lions. First time a team had both the defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. So I think Lattimore should have been higher. Michael Thomas definitely should have been higher. Uh, For he, sure. First guy. Cam. Yeah, most receptions. Uh, two years in the league. Um, and yeah, definitely Cam Jordan needs to be ranked uh, ahead of of Cam Newton. That's that's real. What are your thoughts on this though? Um, I, I just love finally we're getting some recognition, you know, obviously it's up for debate where they should be. Obviously we all think they should be, uh, is the term technically higher because higher up the list, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Mark Ingram was fine at 43. Alvin Kamara at 20 is pretty cool. Uh, sure. Lattimore, Thomas, uh, Cam Jordan, they should all be higher. But, uh, the real question right now is where is Shubri's going to be top 10? Mm. Obviously, we know where we want him to be, top five, but 
Right. Does he crack the top five, though? That's the real question. What it, are your thoughts on that? Yeah, judging off how the list has been in the past, and even this list now, I mean, so many guys got ran. I mean, Adam Thielen was in the top 50. Great, great guy. But, I mean, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's one of the top 50 players in the league. I Like, overall, yeah. if you're taking in all positions. Um, so, so obviously there have been some, some questionable, I think Thieline belongs on the list. I don't know if he belongs top 50. I'm just clearing that. I don't even know if he Bunch deserves to be ranked things. that higher than, um, Michael Thomas. You know, like he definitely yeah. doesn't deserve to be ranked above Michael Thomas, especially not by that much. So judging off of how the list usually goes, I'm going to say Drew Brees is probably going to be like sixth or seventh, even though he should be third or fourth. And I do think Drew Brees should be ranked above, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I know he won't be though. It'll probably go number one like Antonio Brown, two, Tom Brady, three, Aaron Rodgers three, or Le'Veon Bell. Probably. We'll have four, Todd, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will be in there. Todd Gurley will be in there somewhere. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I'd say he should be third or fourth, but he's probably going to be sixth or seventh. Um, and also, I, I guess I kind of understand why they're, they kind of spread out um, Lattimore and Thomas to the back a little bit is because you're going to have Drew Brees in the top 10. You're going to have Alvin Kamara. You have Alvin Kamara in the top 20, Cam Jordan in the top 30, Mark Ingram in the top 50. So they want to kind of balance it out a little bit. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I do think those guys deserve a little bit more respect. And I know once Drew Brees' slot gets announced, I'm going to be saying the same exact thing next week on the podcast, saying Drew Brees should have been ranked higher. But what do you think? <laughs> uh, I was going to say before, uh, we eventually switched topics, too. Just want to uh, point out, we were talking about this before the podcast started. We should quickly mention, uh, speaking of like ratings and numbers, how the apparent, uh, apparent in quotations, GOAT, uh, I say apparent because it's not really true. Aaron Rodgers has a 99 uh, mm. rating on Madden. One of the few players to actually have that. Uh, I think if memory serves me correct, I think it's Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, I think I know Antonio Brown, maybe Le'Veon Bell too. But I think it's ridiculous. A quarterback coming off an injury is not only probably going to be rated higher by his peers. But rated higher in Madden. I think that's ridiculous. Sure, uh, he has the age thing on Drew Brees, but Drew Brees has the stats on him far plenty and will probably take his team farther in the playoffs this year than Aaron Rodgers will. Well, that's my two cents, so just want to throw that in there. Ridiculous. I, I know. I, I can't believe it. But on a lighter note, we've actually got some more great Saints news to, uh, to talk about. To actually top your news, uh, a couple familiar faces are actually been uh, recognized by the Saints, have been put in the news. So, in case you guys have been uh, living under a rock and haven't heard, it was announced not too long ago that the Saints are adding a couple uh, fresh faces, familiar faces, to their Hall of Fame. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl roster players, uh, running back Pierre Thomas and wide receiver Lance Moore, have been added to their Hall of Fame class of 2018. So. Uh, the former Saints and Super Bowl champs, Pierre Thomas, Lance Moore, they actually both, uh, when you take them together, uh, told eight points in the Super Bowl. They were huge impacts during the Super Bowl run. They were they were phenomenal. If you could just remember the memories of you old-time Saints fans, Lance Moore always being there where Jubilees needed him. Pierre Thomas being the screen god. and It seemed like whenever things, if they did, went sour for the Saints, just check it over to Pierre Thomas and... He got things done, you know. I, I wished if he wasn't behind so many other running backs, Pierre Thomas could have done so much more f- with the team. But speaking of what they did, though, in Super Bowl XLIV against the Colts, we won 31-17, to by the way, guys. Uh, eight of those points uh, were from Pierre Thomas and Lance Moore. 
six being the touchdown from Pierre Thomas, and two being that really crazy uh, two-point conversion by Lance Moore in the corner of the end zone when he, like, stretches his body out to make that catch right before falling down. It was bliss. It was perfect. But we just wanted to recognize those uh, guys for, you know, having a great, uh, phenomenal impact to the Saints, not only off the field, on the field when they played, but uh, everything now, you know. It's it's insane how uh, they're getting recognized and how everybody's super happy for them. And they look great in gold, by the way, too. The gold polos that they handed to them, mm-hmm. they look great. So, Yeah. Shout out to them. Obviously, a huge part in building up the Saints culture and leading them to a Super Bowl 44 victory. Um, one of the f- best rosters all time in the Saints. Arguably the best, obviously, because it is the only Super Bowl winning roster. But they were part of that. They were huge, huge pieces for the Saints yep. there. And Pierre Thomas is very underrated. Very underrated. Pierre Thomas might be the perfect example of a running back in terms of the way he ran the ball, the way he was implemented into an offense, the way that he's built, and the way that he played overall. Just the grind he had, the high motor. I really like Pierre Thomas, and any team would be lucky to have a guy like him, so I'm very fortunate. Uh, Lance Thomas, obviously, as well, one of the best slot receivers any team could ask for. So, well-deserved nods into the the Saints Hall of Fame. I really enjoyed that. Um, And then, obviously, uh, we also kind of want to talk about, to cap the show off, um, other Saints who could be in Mm -hmm. the Hall of Fame, right, Tyler? Yeah, um, uh, I've got two names right now. I'm curious to see if uh, if you're on the money, uh, if you're the same mindset that I am right now. So uh, this this uh, discussion goes far beyond uh, who's already retired, but uh, just for the heck of it, we know we'll probably announce the same names there too. But players that are currently playing right now, maybe players on the end of their career, players that could uh, enter the Hall of Fame that are already retired. So here, because I already know who I'm going to say here. You go first, man. Okay, well, uh, who do you have in mind? Obviously, I'm excited to see when Je- Zach Streif gets announced because I yep. think that, that, that that's going to be one coming of them. up pretty soon. Um, Drew Brees, obviously, uh, towards the end of his career, he's, he's going to be in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Um, and, hmm. I, oh, I, you haven't thought of him. I'd love to say, oh, no, I have. I, I'm, I'm also trying to guess yours, too, but I'd love to say just because of the, the, the kick that sent us to um, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Garrett Hartley. Uh, when, when, I mean that kick alone, and and he was he was he was a decent kicker for us for a couple of years. Obviously, I don't know if that warrants a Hall of Fame not, but that kick alone that sent us into the Super Bowl um, is is just absolutely fantastic. I think Jermon Bushrod when he retires because yep. he's had two stints with the Saints, two stints with the Saints. I think that that um, will will work in his favor into being a Saints Hall of Famer. Um, I, I must be missing somebody though. Obviously, Jari I'm, Evans, man. How could you Oh, forget Jari him? Evans, Jonathan Vilma, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jari Jonathan Evans Vilma, for, sure. for sure. Jonathan Vilma would be awesome. Uh, and Thomas Morstead, too. Thomas Morstead would be, yeah, once, once Thomas Morstead retires, I think he's, he's obviously the best puncher in Saints history. Dude, so the GOAT. Are you he, kidding me? He, he better get a nod. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, yes, Jari Evans, fantastic guard for the Saints for years. Um, even though he did go to our rival, Buccaneers, doesn't matter. He's still going to be in the Hall, Saints Hall of Fame. Um, I think he went to the Packers. Uh, I'm pretty sure he played for the Bucks as well. I could be wrong though. Oh, it doesn't matter. Could be wrong. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still might be he's, yeah, I think he's yeah. gonna be Saints Hall of Fame. But yeah, Jonathan Great Vilma Saint, too. <laughs> yeah, and and John and Jonathan Vilma was also on that Super Bowl winning roster. Um, the goat, absolute goat. Oh yeah, nope. <laughs> you were right. Packers and Seahawks. I'm thinking of somebody else that played for. Yeah, the, I thought on the Facebook. I thought he went yeah. to the Packers. That's oh, all right. good though. I was wrong. Yeah, so one of our other guards played for the. Um, yeah, I can't even. I can't even remember now. Doesn't matter anyway, because we're talking about guys who 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 are actually making it in the Hall of Fame. So, but um, 
Man, fantastic episode yet again in the book. So thank you guys so much for listening again. I'm going to send it to Tyler for the sign-off. But again, be sure to follow us on Twitter because that's where we uh, keep most of our stuff and that's where you can stay up to date. Yeah, thanks so much, man, for uh, throwing it over to me. So, uh, Twitter, guys, make sure to uh, check out our official Who That Dish podcast account at the WDD Podcast. Make sure to check out my good friend on the other side of the mic, Dayton Brown, at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. Make sure to check me out at Raymond Tyler M. If you want to see that uh, crazy, intense, heated um, battle on Twitter So uh, with Peter. That was pretty interesting. Um, so uh, make sure to check out Who That Dish, uh, the website on the internet, you know, to check out all these great articles that uh, Roy Anderson, Dayton, everybody's putting out. So hopefully maybe me in the future. Hoping. Um, huh. Let's see. Uh, check out uh, Facebook, too. Uh, Who That Dish, they have their own Facebook page. Make sure to leave a like and check them out. They also uh, share all their articles there. And as far as sharing this podcast goes, make sure to check us out on iTunes, YouTube, and Spreaker. That's where you can find us now. So thanks so much, yes. guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, Spreaker, of course, is where we upload all of the episodes first, and then it goes on to iTunes and, and all the other sites. So subscribe to us on Spreaker. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We really, really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter, like Tyler said. Um, and we will be having another episode next week talking about the finale of the NFL Top 100 list, talking about where Drew Brees landed. And uh, we'll probably play a couple games, too, since it is, it's a slow off season, you guys. Training camp <laughs> cannot come soon enough. But, uh, hey, there might be some uh, uh, crazy news that happens uh, uh, within the week that we can also talk about. But uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the NBA draft if, if, well, you, yeah, if you're listening to this while the draft is going on. But we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. And as always, who dat? Who dat? <laughs>